cheese, and we get really high. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Weed of Time podcast, where we smoke Shaitan's lettuce, those Chandlers might still be trying to get us, and Gowan continues to upset us. I'm the Shame of Tarvalon, and I am here with my co-host, Dang and Nosfo, and we are here to talk to you about the Towers of Midnight because Nosfo finished the whole thing. I did pretty fucking fast. I can't believe I ate the whole thing. He says after consuming most of three donuts. <laughs> hey, you wait till the munchies section like God intended, okay? <laughs> I realize I'm going to have to type. Fucker. It's okay. All right, so... Shy dance less. <laughs> Alright. We smoked Truro oh. Wedding Mint. Yes, which is a, I believe it's an indica dominant hybrid clocking in at 27.8% THC and like 4% CBD. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, I didn't actually realize it had that much CBD. Yeah, seems to. Party. Or at least a, a little bit of CBD. It's pretty fucked. We're pretty fucked. Shame and I have been smoking that. We did like, what, three bowls each? I did one bowl. You did one? Oh, I did three. Yeah, I did not repack. I tried. Damn. He's got big lungs. It's true. What were you smoking, Nospo? Wapa, I have no idea the percentage, though. <laughs> I That's forgot fine. about this. Wapa's like 26.2 these days. Mm-hmm. I'll throw that number in. We'll hope that's accurate. Redican Wapa is one of those indica dominant hybrids we love so much. From Redican, the god of weed. I need you to know that I'm just writing indica dom. <laughs> when you just really want to get bound and whipped by by, by a weed, indica dom. Okay, Dang smoked three bowls. Shane smoked one bowl, and Nospo smoked one. I think. Oh, I smoked one and a half because mine was like half. No, like five, five six level bowl. Five six level. <laughs> Damn, yeah. y'all gotta catch up. I'm trying. So I was vibing We're the music so much harder. Small. And I got these ublala pung lungs over here. That's true. He's enormous. Okay, so Deng smoked out of his silicone peacemaker Cali bong, which like current favorite bong. I'm not gonna lie, it's just so convenient. It is very convenient. And speaking of convenience, <laughs> no and I smoked out of our silicone peacemaker, Cali. Go! Exclamation point bongs. Okay. <laughs> it was delightful. <laughs> glow in the dark. Um, and I've decided... I Did I talk about the cap and how I changed my feelings on the cap? I think you did talk about changing your feelings on the cap. It sounds familiar. <laughs> Alright. Um, impressions of anything from... Oh, general commentary from the garage. <laughs> Jake wants us to open a merch store. Oh yeah, our patron Jake's talking to us in Discord about opening a merch store. We should probably and respond to him at some point. Yeah, when we're done recording, he, he understands. He knows when we record. That's legit. Um, but oh fuck, stickers are here in Discord. <laughs> they follow us everywhere. All right. Uh, have you all thought about a merch store at all? Um, not really. Would people want that? <laughs> Let us know, actually, like, please. Because maybe we will. That would be We're, not terrible. We live to serve. It's the way of the leaf. Like, if you want, we'd have to emerge. That's fine. I know I'm going to get as uh, 
we'd have time baby onesie when we have a baby. <laughs> Hell yeah. But we'll, uh... We've After all- nine months of not smoking weed. We have done up, like, postcards and stickers for our patrons in the past. We'd be open to other things if people had interest. Hit us up on Twitter if you do. Like t-shirts. True. The cat is coming to eat one of my donuts. Oh, yeah. The last donut. We have vegan donuts because it was Shane's yes. birthday semi-recently. Mm-hmm. Not for, not for non-patrons, but <laughs> <laughs> if you want the tea suitor, you know where to find it. The cat's really trying. <laughs> yeah, she's getting up in my business. <laughs> Hey, she would you, you? She's just like, hey, would you like me to walk all <laughs> over and turn all of those little tiny knobs? Fuck. <laughs> um. Although when you got home from work today, both the cat and the dog streamed towards you because they were so excited to see you. Aww. It was a lovely part of my day. Um. But snacks, donuts, and no suppose eating an A&W Beyond Meat burger with uh, sweet, sweet potato, potato fries. fries. They look delish. They really are. Are you dipping them in mayo over there? Mm-hmm. I made like a a mayo Frank's Red Hot bread sauce. I forget what it's called. Frank's Red Hot. Frank's that Red shit on Hot. everything. A little bit of garlic powder and dill. You could have also done a little bit of Dijon mustard in there. I want you very much, so remember for that <laughs> next <Thank> time. <laughs> Dang and I already ate ours. It's not like she just has this and is like <laughs> waving it in our faces or anything. I just needed to eat dinner later today. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. Other general impression from the garage I mm. wanted to bring up. Falker's lit. Yeah, we. Holy shit. One of our favorite things to do while we smoke is like get the entire discography of a band we're interested in and just listen through it and evaluate and critique it all. Mm. And then add it to playlists as we go. Yeah. And it's pretty lit. Uh, we're doing the power metal band Falconer right now. And we're we're bopping to our... Uh, it's their sixth album, Among Beggars and Thieves. It's so fucking good. Go listen to it if you like metal at all. It's so yeah. cool. It's, it's like musical theater meets boy band vocals over like really lit heavy power metal. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> We've been vibing. That's legit. That is legit. Okay. Shall we dive into a Towers, Towers of, of Midnight? Mm-hmm. I tried to devour as much as I could. I figured. <laughs> I worked hard. You did. You did. Okay. She I'm says, so chewing more. <laughs> Cat's still holding me hostage. Over here. <laughs> I, I, I'm limited in my ability to vamp for you here. It's okay. Pardon me while I take a sip of oh. A&W root beer. My bad, I was trying to answer Jake. <laughs> um, okay, so. Big sip. <laughs> okay, I'm at the end of the Gathering Storm, Rand was on Dragon Mount. Very and he, dramatic. And he was slightly he less laughed. crazy. <laughs> he laughed. He He did. Is that how it ended? Had a hearty chuckle. <laughs> and it was the most blessed thing to have ever happened to my soul, because I was very scared. I was like, no, are you telling me that the ending of this book is that Rand ends the world and then... The There's just two deal. other books, like of, of the them new world. <laughs> I really thought that's what could happen potentially. I was very scared. Or he breaks the world but destroys himself, and it's everybody else fighting the last battle without the dragon reborn. But instead, he gave a spirited guffaw, <laughs> a hearty guffaw, <laughs> a chortle, if you will. <laughs> But first, I wanted to explain how the breakdown thing is How no, how the, how, structuring. How the discussion's gonna go. How it's gonna flow. 
I'm going to give some overall like general impressions first. And then I've broken kind of everyone into three major plot points with like four of more sidey plot points that I felt were important to discuss in goofy ass ways. <laughs> so yeah. So my, my general impressions was this was an amazing book, as was the last book. Um, holy fuck. But not because of anything Brandon Sanderson did. I can't believe I'm eating my own fucking words so hard, but like, <laughs> there's just a real long dry spell in the Wheel of Time. <laughs> <laughs> Vindication! No, you never, you don't notice when you're going into it, but you notice when you come out of it. I've always said that. Yep. You have oh, to yeah. experience it to know. Also, like, full spoilers for Tower of Midnight, actually. And oh, I put yeah. that in every oh, a description. Read the description. <laughs> yeah. If you're unfortunately illiterate, but you're re- listening to the okay. podcast, we're sorry. <laughs> but seriously, if you're listening to a Wheel of Time podcast, and you haven't finished the Wheel of Time, and you're not reading the descriptions for spoiler warnings, <laughs> you fucking had this coming. Oh, like, yeah, like, Jesus you, Christ, this you was your you own doing. fault. Yeah. <laughs> now leave before you ruin anything else for yourself. Jesus. But like, it, it, amazing book. Wonderful book. There was so, it would switch so often and you're like, no, I must know. Oh my God, I'm getting this part now. Mm-hmm. Yes, give mm-hmm. me this part. And then it switches. like, no, I want to read about that. How does that end? And you're like, oh my God, yes. Tell me how this story is going. <laughs> you feel like you're just <laughs> bouncing around and you're loving everything. Yes. <laughs> no, but listen. Except Gowan. Every yeah. single time. <laughs> Every single time since A Crown of Swords that you have ended a chapter from a character you liked and been like, no, I need to know what happens. This is where all of those went, right? Like, mm-hmm. they're just all right here. It's insane. Um, I'll also let you know I'm in a memory of light, like 250 pages in. Um, and I'm going to try my best not to spoil things, but I have a pretty clear idea in my head where... The Towers of Midnight ends. Camelin's on fire? No, uh, yes. Yeah. Camelin's <laughs> on fire and well, everyone's basically at the field ready yeah, to go. Lan is looking at Trollocs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the very, very ending. Mm-hmm. We're about to throw down. <laughs> yes. You're welcome for that. No spell. <laughs> so the first group of people we're going to talk about is like Rand, Min, Catswain, Nynaeve, and Land. They just all kind of fit together in one group. And so the book starts, and I'm like, Rand's thankfully not insane. <laughs> oh, apples! <laughs> Why <laughs> apples? How do you like them apples? <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a ranting and raving episode reference for our patrons. And I'm kind of confused. Basically what you told me about yesterday shame with the Mm creator why is the creator doing this like saving rand from his madness yeah like bitch if you want this to end you can just end it you are the creator like yeah no it's really petty creators like i'm gonna give everybody free will but i'm also just gonna help in this one thing because i feel like it oops Mm -hmm. i'm gonna do it again yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) credit song it's it kind of relates back to your book series in a way, dang, where I'm just like, fuck, and I don't want to say more than that. Fair enough. People don't need to know yet. The patrons know what they know. 
But I don't understand why the creator is just doing this, but not doing more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really, now's the time you've got to intervene with this? Mm-hmm. You waited to the literally 11th hour to do it? This is not Dr. Faustus. I read that. It ended yep. shittily. He yep. died in the end. <laughs> he repented too late. <laughs> also, if Nadeve had tried to fix madness slightly sooner, and, like, I know she needed to get better at healing and all that sort of mm-hmm. shit, but, like, if she had been able to do that slightly sooner... She absolutely could have used, like, a circle and a s- angriel and been able to fucking fix Rand. It would have been fine. Yeah. Especially and the White Tower would have provided her that. Or no, she had a fucking angriel. And then there was Aes Sedai that were sworn to Rand that he could have brought in. If, as part of that circle. Mm-hmm. Or Ashaman. Yeah, even Ash- Like, literally. If he just verbalized his needs when he started hearing voices in his head. Yeah! Like at the same time, I get why damn. he didn't do that though. If you started hearing voices in your head, you'd be like, "No, no, no, not happening." Especially knowing that it's inevitable, and you're like, "Oh, it's here now." And he's really got no reason to trust any Aes Sedai. That builds the And no one like, has ever been able to heal madness before, mm-hmm. so like it really wasn't a thing until it was a thing. But mm-hmm. just we wouldn't have had to have that dramatic dragon mount moment, you know. And also. This is because people use Balefire. The I, pattern was going to weave it. And then the creator went, oh, fuck. Where am I supposed to go? <laughs> he patched the hole in the pattern. <laughs> but listen, I think this gives the creator a real lack of moral standing. Because, like, the whole premise of the creator, just like God, just like the creator in every fucking fantasy, mm-hmm. including the Bible, <laughs> is like... I must give the good side free will. The devil, Sauron, Shaitan, will compel you to do things on his behalf. I must give my chosen ones free will if they are to truly be victorious. And then, but not right now. And not right now. Okay, the creator is now morally fucking empty. Mm-hmm. And, like, no is leg to ruler? stand on. What, at what point do you make an exemption? Exactly. Your whole thing is no exemptions, and then you make exemptions, and it's like, okay, so what's the fucking truth? God. (laughs) But the other thing is there's so many different worlds in the Wheel of Time universe that we know of through, like, Teleranriod and through the Portal Stones and all that Mm -hmm. sort of shit. And we know that the creator is responsible for all of them, and that the Dark One is, if the Dark One is able to break through in any of them, he breaks through in all of them. Mm Mm-hmm. So, part of it could be is the creator is very urgently patching fixes all of the time, but he's just going to whatever is the most pressing. Hmm. Or they, I suppose. But, like, then why is the whole point of the creator's side of the fight Mm -hmm. non-intervention then? You know what I mean? Maybe it's not. And he just, or they just haven't intervened very often before because it hasn't been critical. I can't discuss this any further without spoiling things. Okay. I think, oh, I know what you're talking about and I had forgotten about that. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, everybody. You'll unlock this content when Nospo reads. <laughs> okay, but also scandalous shit. That bitch Wiramon was a dark friend the whole time. I was pissed. I was like, no, 
he could not be that dumb. Like, <laughs> listen, I felt so valid in having imagined Weirmon looking exactly like Alan Rickman this whole time <laughs> when I read that. She's just dramatically clawing at the air over her head, people. <laughs> I was so, chewing. I was gooped. It's like Ingtar times 12. I would have Yeah. Because you just thought he was an idiot, but apparently the idiot thing has like been an act. It's an act he Allegedly. puts on. It's an act he puts on so he can get away with doing what the shadow tells him to do. Mm-hmm. Because there's no way that he would have survived in such a high position in society as a dark friend, I think, can actually be that dumb. Mm-hmm. There's no way. Mm. I mean, there's lots of parallels we could draw to political figures these days. Yes, but they don't try to hide the fact that they're white supremacists. <laughs> I mean, some the of them issue do. is just many people don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. I can't discuss this any further without spoiling <laughs> things, so yeah. uh, no spo. Fair enough. Where are we going next? <laughs> this book is really just like, the beginning is Rand, and then like, it's like, would you like a little sprinkle of Rand? Yeah. <laughs> a dash of Rand. Here, here's him helping Bandar Evan. Because he basically goes to Egwene and is like, I'm going to break the seals. And she's like, that's literally insane. He's like, I'm going to do it anyway, but let's go to a field and pretend to discuss and debate about it. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Is literally what he says. Mm -hmm. And then a lady's late. Oh, that's just, mm, that was a memory of light thing I was going to say. (laughs) Okay, but truly, why is it so crazy that Rand's going to break the seals? Think about it. Think about it. Even from the Aes Sedai perspective, this man is born repeatedly throughout time, and his only job is to do this shit. And he's like, "Guess what, everybody? I'm he gonna." He made the seals last time. If he decided, if he decided they were insufficient, he should be able to only, break them. He, they're his. They're his seals. He's the he only one them. qualified to make that decision. He is. So shut the fuck up about it, Egwene. Just let him do his job, Jesus. <laughs> Like, I'm sorry, I don't understand the, like, we should wait as long as possible to do it. I'm like, get as ready as you can and then break them early. Surprise the Dark One. Yep. He would expect you to wait till the 11th hour. Do it on your own terms. They mean waiting until they are able Mm -hmm. to break the seal. Or to actually seal the prison. I see, I see. So, like, waiting until they are in Shia Ghoul kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Mm -hmm. But, like, meh. Egwene. He's got rank on you, because at this point, you're just, like, you've been elected the head of the bitchiest women's circle of all time. Like, he's got rank on you in terms of when the last battle happens. I'm sorry. He's a dragon reborn! Literally! He was born for this! And he's been hunted we and for the, his whole life. Like, his whole life! It has for this! Easy. For <laughs> this! Hunted. <laughs> he dragged his dad's almost corpse for this. <laughs> Fucking really though. Oh, I just mangled my phone case. You did you ever? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <coughs> we should smoke 28% weed for episodes all the time. We should. Isn't we can afford 28% weed for episodes all the time. That's um, true. 
Okay, sorry. Rand. <laughs> Rand. The man with a plan. <laughs> True. I'm just making constant song references. I listened to too many songs because I worked out today. Ah. Mm, that makes sense. All right, what's up, Nospo? Where are we going next? Okay, and then I have a real issue with with Brandon Sanderson a little bit. Mm-hmm. Please. I think we talked. <laughs> I think he talked about this. I think he we talked about this in the la- in the Gathering Storm episode. Mm-hmm. Um, he's way too like full circle-y and way too like he he sees land fear in the dream and he's like oh, maybe Moraine's alive and I'm like she is. Mm-hmm. You've had this thought a couple of times already, Randall Thor. Like this is getting annoying. Could yeah. we just let it be a surprise, please? Brandon Sanderson is no master of subtlety. No, no, it's awful. It's a little bit like he's playing airplane. With it, and you're like, I'm a fucking adult. And he's like, eat it. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, though. He, he didn't have to spoon feed us the way he did. Yeah. Quite literally. <laughs> the cat is now sitting in a chair at the edge of the table, so it looks like she's a member of the podcast. She looks like she's in charge. Also, the cat came back the very, very next day. day. <laughs> <laughs> Music a long time with the weed of time. Okay, trauma. I mean, Rand. Rand. That's kind of all I had for Rand. Fair enough. You did say he was only sprinkled in. He was only sprinkled in. Like, oh, Bander Eben was cool, though, when he rounded up just a bunch of people. When it got its glow up. When it got its glow up. And he's just like, of course all of... No, of course the grain is fine. You she done already opened... done had hers is. Yeah, and like the guy who, you know, had opened... A hundred bags of fucking black grain, which is like, <laughs> and it's just like, have you opened that one there? And he's like, what the fuck? No. Why would I open all of them? He's like, open it, bitch. <laughs> and he's like, wow, and it's beautiful. It's great grain in here. And there's potatoes and shit. The shame that man. And, but then Rand makes him steward of the city. But the shame that man must have felt to be like. I opened the only hundred bad bags of grain in this entire place. Every other one was perfectly fine. This is my fault. I'm the most unlucky person in the whole world. <laughs> really, though? The, the opposite. Okay. We, we, have, we have the yin-yang that's not a yin-yang because of the flame of Tarvalon and the dragon's fang. We have Matt and we have that guy. <laughs> <laughs> The two co-sides of the coin of Lady Luck, like, oh, fucker. <laughs> the unluckiest man in Randland. <laughs> episode title. Oh, shit. The unluckiest man in Randland. Fucker. That's good. I'm glad you liked it. Okay, so. But yeah, the only kind of other thing he does is he sends people to Candor to help Rodell out because like the city's gonna die and it's scary. Oh, oh yeah. Rodell just got exploded for me. He, oh, he broke his like femur. I'm pretty sure. Oh, not that time when the wall got exploded. Mm. He broke his femur a while ago. <laughs> okay. Our yeah, that was way great. back ago. Yeah. I thought I had it bad with my broken foot. Yeah. <laughs> He's old. That femur's not getting better. He was deafened. Mm-hmm. It wasn't good. Like, poor guy. Mm-hmm. He had a rough time of it. Because they've got what? Dreadlords. 
<laughs> True. <laughs> Led by whom? Whomstatives? Am, am I allowed to say it? Yeah. Memory of light. Spoilers. Oh, sick. Inhale. Yeah. Fuck it. Because he's just a fucking chosen. And now we all understand where the Black Tower gets their names from. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Although why they all want to be named after fucking Basrim Taim, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Taim, I'm sorry. I didn't say it dumb enough for Robert Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tommy. Right. Who else we got then? Oh, we get, okay. I really like the little sprinkling of land we get in the yeah, throat as he just gets cl- more and more pissed off. <laughs> as more and more people are like, "No, we're not with your camp. We're just happening to travel in the same direction as you, <laughs> going to the exact same place, going for war." Doesn't it seem stupid to make two camps? I mean, we we were supposed to be in Dunland last Tuesday, <laughs> visiting distant <laughs> relations. <laughs> Some inbred on my mother's side. <laughs> he's just getting angrier and angrier the whole time. Yeah, and he's just constantly like, I love you, my wife. What the fuck did you do? But <laughs> he's listen. like, just keeps trying to think of new ways to be sneaky so that people don't do this. I've... And then just a prince finds him and he's like, Lord Mandragorn. And he's like, my knave. <laughs> Look at what you've done now. <laughs> There's royalty involved. <laughs> the nobility is here. But fucking what have you done? <laughs> that sequence makes me wish we had actually just got the entire series from Land's perspective. Yes, because no, seriously. as written by Robert or by Brandon Sanders. Oh yeah, no, because listen. Where I am in my eye of the world, like I'm starting to read through the books again. I don't know if I've talked about that on episode yet. Um, But where I am, the entire series so far has just been Lan grumpily shoving people around when they won't listen to him. And I I just wish I could hear his internal commentary bitching about the Evansfield Five. (laughs) Like Yes. Okay, so you know how they made Midnight Sun, so it's Twilight from Edward's perspective? Yes! That's for the entire Wheel of Time series. Which is land. Which is land. We can skip over the part where he's sad after Moraine dies, though. He'd be so... Oh, no! That's that's the that's the, that's the smut crossover section. <laughs> oh, because he fucks Morel? <laughs> for for four books, I swear to God. Not, Not actually really. four books, but he... Yeah. That's just all we get of him for, like, a solid too many hundreds of pages is he's fucking a woman in a tent. We That's actually, like, kind of over and done with rather quickly because we find out he's... Oh, no. It, no. it, it happens at least across two books. Like That's legit because he shows up and then they find him. I forgot there was a scene of when he shows up. Yeah, yeah, because he shows up. But he's just gone for forever because he's traveling through the wilderness. Yeah. Although it would be kind of funny because, actually, because he's just trying to find ways to die. <laughs> <laughs> so just land trying to find ways to die as he reports to Morel across the country. That would actually be hilarious. <laughs> He's like throwing himself at wild animals and they just won't attack him. No, no, you gotta go fulfill your bond, buddy. Like the fucking creator. (laughs) The creator just subtly pushing (laughs) obstacles aside. 
Len's getting more and more desperate. There's a fucking groundhog and he's like sick. <laughs> because the creator's only getting rid of the dangerous animals. Because of course Lan needs to eat. <laughs> Lan tries to throw himself in a volcano. All of a sudden it's cold and dry. Lan tries to drown himself. A wave throws him back. <laughs> Lan tries to drown in quicksand. It's just a beach. Like, tries to throw himself off a cliff. There's just ten feet of feathers. You're like, like, fuck it, I'm going to Shara. That'll <laughs> kill me. <laughs> I'm going to the island of Mad Men. <laughs> You're quite right. This this would be very entertaining. Yeah. I've changed my mind. Entire series from Lance's perspective. Please, Harriet. Please, please. Yeah. Adam Harriet, I said I know or, I know what I've said on this show, but can you do me a solid? I will accept fan fiction as well. If it's written well enough. <laughs> if it Like plot point for plot point. You just have to write better than Brandon Sanderson, and we all know that that really isn't that hard. Oh, oh. these are saucy takes you were having. We're all gonna read Stormlight in a couple of years and be like Fuck. No, I think it would be very different reading a series that he conceived of. Just yeah. the process would be so different. Yeah. And he did a passable job with the Wheel of Time, but there's issues, and we're, our job is to talk about the Wheel of Time, so we're going to bitch about them. And he just has shit tier opinions on fantasy in general. Like. Yeah. And religion. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Drop the Jesus. <laughs> Sorry to our Mormon listeners. <laughs> like, oh, I don't want to know how I feel about Mormons, guys. <laughs> oh, fuck, no. Y'all. <laughs> uh, so who's the next what any character? Other characters we wanna... I think no. Oh, the rest of Land's plot line. Was there oh. anything else? No, it's just really fucking funny. I laughed and I'm like it would come to a land did chapter. A, did a flag go up? Yeah, the golden crane was eventually raised. Um, but every time it would come to a land thing, I would just be like, oh great, I'm so ready to start laughing and just being like, yes! Shame I got a Malazan comparison for you. Yes. Tehol and Bug. Yes. <laughs> Always lit, even when fuckery was happening. Mm-hmm. If it was it's, from their perspective, yeah. not when the Malazans were there, that was less lit. Yeah. There were very serious circumstances, such as the end of the world, and he was the emperor. <laughs> but yeah. but land sequences in the, that book And are, an elder god. <laughs> land sequences in that book are really a lot like the Merry and Pippin sections, mm-hmm, you know what I yeah. mean? The comic relief. Yeah, it really is. But it's still advancing the plot line. Yeah, I, think yeah. it, I, I think it's a good... It's a good structural thing that I think could have only come from Robert Jordan. And I also mm-hmm. think it's really nice seeing more and more people join Land because that makes you less and less afraid for Land. Yes. That's true. It's relieving in that sense as well. It actually Cuz like if there's anyone who doesn't like Land, you can fuck off. He's How the do best. You not like Land. He's amazing. <laughs> really high key favorite character. Like, Definitely would be in the daddy category, for sure. Well, Especially yeah. since he's got a much younger wife. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
To That'll be fair, age like, well, right? She's an Aes Sedai, lives for a really long time because she's extra powerful. That's true. But I mean, if we read Stephen King for it, we have to read Robert Jordan for it. So it's gross. Yep. At least for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although she's like 24, 25-ish when the series starts. So she's, so she's at least like a full adult. Yeah, and he's in his early 40s. So it's still a Hollywood romance. Like, yeah. It is, yes. It's, <laughs> it's very, not great. Yeah. It's very singing in the rain, Debbie Reynolds and... Uh, Fuck, what's his name? Sing- I've never seen Singing in the Rain. Singing in the Rain. Um, fuck, it's not Frank Sinatra. Gene something? It's going to bother me. I really appreciate you doing this solid for me. Um, Because he was like the heartthrob at that time. And I'm like, I- I've watched that movie. <laughs> like, he's just kind of a gross old, old guy. guy. That's just hitting on Debbie Reynolds. <laughs> Gene Kelly. Gene Kelly. Yeah. He does look very old. And help me out here. Debbie Reynolds was, in fact, Carrie Fisher's mother? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Um, Pretty sure. Sounds. Okay, but also, in terms of bad relationship writing and shit, I'm going to say it. 300 pages into Eye of the World, the only person you should be able to ship land with is Moraine. Mm-hmm. Because it would really be like a tragic kind of romance thing like him serving her forever and protecting her he's he's very chivalrous about it yeah the way it's written in the beginning it's weird that in like 40 pages he's gonna be crushing on Nynaeve mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like literally because it's it's weird I do think that new spring helps give that relationship some context it, it does. And the rest of the series after Crown of Swords, I think, does a good job of fleshing out Lan and Nynaeve together. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's not well set up. Debbie mm-hmm. Reynolds is definitely Carrie Fisher's mom. Thank you. I, I... <laughs> NPR fact checker uh, <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> Joe Biden did, in fact, say that uh, <laughs> Debbie Reynolds was Carrie Fisher's mother. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like... I also, I, I've always really liked Lan and Marine's, like, friendship. It's, it's really almost like cute. a sibling relationship in a way. That's and how it turns here's out, here's yeah. my thing. I know it's because they were saving themselves for other characters, but if Lan and Moraine can have a platonic relationship, why the fuck does Egwene have to be with Gowan? No fucking seriously. Honestly. Let a boss-ass bitch be. He can still even be her warder. Yeah! Still. Like... A they green could... can have a platonic warder. It's allowed. Uh-huh. Especially, I think, part of her personal growth could have been the fact that she didn't want a warder unless she was married to him. And then, you know, as part of her personal growth and looking at other Ajas and things like that. She brings her old pal Gowan in for it. Like, she or goes, something. no, that's unrealistic. I can just have, or I don't have to be married to my warder. I don't need to be married. And then, yeah, her and Gowan have a nice platonic relationship that... Involves is just platonic. Egwene, unfortunately, not scoring so well on the uh, Bechdel test <laughs> as an overall plot line. Yeah, that might be pronounced Bechdel. Yeah, I do my best, but that's valid. People know what I mean. I hope. <laughs> the only really other thing for this that I had was Nine does the test for the shawl. Oh, and yeah. And it's intense as It's fun. brutal. <laughs> brutal, brutal, brutal. Brutal. 
Well, she heals the taint too, but we talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My taint could use a little healing these days. <laughs> but like, have you tried Icy Hot? <laughs> <laughs> Massaging Icy Hot into Rand's brain. <laughs> Helps. No, no wonder the yellows look down on her for using her. <laughs> like, Damn. <laughs> She's like, yeah, just this menthol cream. It's, it does wonders. I did this as wisdom. On the brain. Just <laughs> <laughs> cut back a bunch of his skull and scalp to just menthol <laughs> applied directly where it hurts. <laughs> Rub on. Head on. Head on. <laughs> Fuck. I know I started this, but I regret it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, but I was thinking about this in the car today. I really like that Nynaeve has just decided I don't fucking like what I said I are meant to be. I just want to be myself. Like, Most good people shouldn't. You know? So, like, good on you. I'd rather have emotion and be willing to debate with people and discuss things. <laughs> While also calling them wool-headed fool brains. Sheepers. <laughs> Sheepers, like. True. I do like that she keeps a sense of, she's just very willing to show her outward emotions. And yeah. she's being like, no, this is ridiculous. Why are you testing me on this? Why is this important to who mm-hmm. we are? I don't yeah. She asks an important question and she kind of just gets the answer. Well, this is the way well, it's because. always been. Yeah, the, the My name uh, is dismantling oppressive systems. Yeah, because really, the Aes Sedai are in need of some fucking defunding and reformation. I'm not going to lie. Defund the Red Aja. Episode title. Okay, Yep, that... We've got rats and zingers today. Yeah, that's a good one. Holy shit. And I'm, you're right. Because I really love when, because you know how you have to say the words in a ritual, because that's just mm. how it's done. So I what like, a ritual is, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I like when she changes it to like to prove that I already deserve this, like yeah. that I already have it. Yeah, because like, she's already been given the shot. And I'm like, that's right, you fucking are. And I said, I Nineveh, and don't let anyone, even the Amarlin, tell you what's what, because she made you an I said I. Therefore, yeah. you are an I said I. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's literally what the last book was about. Like. Yep. Now I know it because I believe it. <laughs> like shit. <laughs> no, I have a kind of mini prompt for people here. Mm. One of the big takeaways, plot-wise, from Nine Ave's test for the shawl mm-hmm. is that her braid gets burned, <laughs> and she cuts her hair. Was this a good or bad character development writing thing? I don't know, but Nynaeve cut her hair, which makes her one step closer to becoming Cat's Wife. <laughs> we're going to have to get background on that, because we have not talked about that on the podcast, I don't think. Did we not? I swear I put it in a... I swear that was in an episode. Okay, I thought it was in a, the garage. A no-sports prediction. I think uh, we talked um, about it in the garage. And then, and then we, you brought it back. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Quick background, just in case. We've got a running theory that Cad Swain is Nynaeve in the future, coming back through a time machine... <laughs> From from Nospo. I would like to give this to her exclusively. Yes, I will take full credit. 
And I helped out the theory by adding, that's why they dislike each other so much. The pattern is trying to keep them apart so it doesn't get all yeah. interwoven and fucked from the time travel. Oh, we said through use of portal stones. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. No. But a- anyway. It's just the creator. <laughs> she's now one step closer to becoming Catswain. She went and spent some time with the Eelfin and Eelfin, let them suck some power out of her mm. so that she wasn't as suspicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So was it good or bad, do we think? Like... Was it a necessary little bit of character symbolism or not? For her cutting her, or having her hair cut. Because her braid's been her only character trait for how long? (laughs) Yeah. I think it helps kind of even out her temperament because she she has figured out who she is. Mm -hmm. Um, She knows what she's about. But I think that she's going to grow her hair back out and braid it again. That's fair. That's fair. I... I guess more so my question is, like, you're right. I think yeah. that's what it's supposed to symbolize. Do you it's think nice we... to have a physical change to show what she went through. Because it was a lot. It was. That's very it fair. It was rude as shit. Saren was pissed. So I, I think that kind of answers my question then, which was kind of more specifically going to be, <clears throat> was it just Brandon Sanderson beating mm-hmm. us over the head with it? Could yeah. we have gotten it just from her character? But yeah. no, you, you, you answered my question. I thought of a thing. What's up? Okay. So, remember how the whole reason that Nynaeve was having tests with, or problems with the Aes Sedai, Aes Sedai test is because she spent so much time in Teleranriad and she has control over herself and things like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck is Egwene suggesting that they start testing Accepted in, or teaching Accepted how to operate Teleranriad when they are going to have to do that Aes Sedai test and potentially be able to fuck with it? Yeah. That's idiotic. It is idiotic. You either have to not do that or you have to do a different test. Which wouldn't be the worst thing. Yeah. Like, we're already wanting to reform the institution. We should, yes. That that would absolutely be fine. We could restructure the tests. That would be okay with me. But I know that's not on Egwene's radar, which is why I'm saying, what the fuck? She's young and short-sighted. That's valid. Yeah. Yeah, I would hope that she would eventually be like, oh, this is what happened with Nine. If something has to change, I... Apologize for not doing this sooner. When Nicola does is hers, it'll. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Is when the first generation of people being taught get up mm-hmm. to the Rise to Die test and it's all fucked up, she'd probably be like, "Oh, mm-hmm. I made a boo boo." <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Whoopsies. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know it's not all accepted. I think she's picking a few. Like okay. there's two but, right now. But mm-hmm. when that yeah. group uniformly has issues, yes. then. <laughs> People might make the connection. One of these things is not like the other. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, the sugar from the donuts has my teeth feeling some kind of way. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Delicious, though. (laughs) I can save them for tomorrow. Damn it. You you (laughs) have one, actually. No, no, I actually don't want any more. That would probably be too much. That's valid. It's valid. Okay. Nanave, badass. Husband, not going to die. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> no. Allegedly. We've saved him from Tarwin Gap, so good. No, listen. Allegedly. Allegedly, yes. Here. You're not even in the last battle chapter yet. No, but things are going okay right now, so. Allegedly. Here's the goop. Tom Marilyn never actually came back. Lan decided to be Tom Marilyn's body double and hired a replacement Rand, and that's who we've been following around, and that's who fucked Mirel. <laughs> <laughs> That's who's married to Nynaeve. And Tom's married to 
<laughs> Real Lan is married to Moraine. Or Patrols or whatever the fuck they're doing. I don't know. Something mustache heavy, I'm sure that's what they're doing. <laughs> you have a mustache. I do. <laughs> yeah, but it's his only defining character trait. I gotta I, make fun I of see, that. I see. It's like uh, you being tall. That's true. I just accept it. Let's move on. <laughs> so loyal. So loyal. Yes. We get no loyal in this book, and it's really fucking sad, except we get a little bit of loyal right at the beginning. <laughs> and I think it's really bad that we didn't get this. I think we should have actually gotten some of this. It didn't have to be much, because I understand mm-hmm. that Ogier are long-winded. They're basically yeah. just fucking treebeard. Like, I get it. Yes. I understand. <laughs> I know. But I want to know, like, what is the book of translations, really? Yeah. You want to know way more about Ogier culture than you do, for sure. You want to know, like, why are they leaving the universe? Where do they go? How did they get this? Why does it, Why are they the only species that has this? I want to know. Well, you really do, yeah. Um. Ogier are confusing, and you just kind of want to know more about them. Really? and I th- Especially because if we know more about them, we will know more about how ears are involved in their sexual intercourse. <laughs> yeah, really, though! Starts with kiss and ears. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, there's definitely ear fucking. Starts oh, I'm sure. Kiss. And, like, the Great Stone sounds like this really fucking huge and important thing that happens in Ogier culture, and I'm like, why can't I see even just a little bit of Loyal's actual perspective from that? Like, Seriously. Wouldn't it be nice? (laughs) Oh boy. Alright. So, as you can probably tell by the fact that it has been 45 minutes, there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to talk about. This is going to be multiple uh, episodes. Oh my god, I I accidentally wrote defend the Red Aja instead of defund. (laughs) Disgusting. But I mean, it's a 1300 page book. We weren't doing it in one episode. No, No. not when doing it with any degree of accuracy. I think this is the longest book too in terms of pages. I don't think memory In terms of sheer page count, it is, yes. Yeah, it's a chungus. Memory light is just... It's a big chungus. Both of which are about two to three hundred pages more than The Gathering Storm. Yeah. From what I understand, it's one of the earlier Robert Jordan books that's the highest word count, though. Hmm. I'll do a little research on that, though. Neat. He'll follow up next time. I'll follow up next time. Book facts of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you gotta subscribe to the Patreon for that. (laughs) (laughs) Allegedly. Alright, thank you for joining us for this episode of the Weed of Time podcast, and we hope you tune in again soon. For when we talk about the book more. Yeah. <laughs> Please let us know any of your thoughts on today's episode on Twitter or Discord at the Weed of Time, and check out our Patreon for cool bonuses like our monthly Danktions and Dragon Sessions. Also, we're going to post about it on Twitter probably, so like, check out our merch store if we decided we have one. <laughs> or, hit, or, or hit us up on Twitter if you think we should have one. If we don't have one, because if we have enough interest, we'll maybe make one. If we haven't made one by the time that you're listening to this episode. We live to serve. If you have a second to rate and review our podcast, we would greatly appreciate it. Until next time, remember that the weed weaves as the weed wills. Bye! That was so high-pitched, I'm sorry. (laughs)